You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This morning, taken too soon, the victim of a horrific shark attack remembered as the search for answers continues. Singing and dancing back, QR codes all but gone. New South Wales waits fewer restrictions. Victoria announces its own plan. A new vaccine option on the way for kids as young as six. International blame game, Russia and Ukraine locked in a war of words over artillery strikes. And hopes dashed, Camilla Valieva's Olympic dream comes to an end. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Beaches are reopening across Sydney this morning after the city's first fatal shark attack in decades. The victim has been identified as 35-year-old Simon Nellist. He was a diving instructor who was about to get married. Simon is being remembered as someone who made the world a better place. Simon Nellist was planning to marry the girl of his dreams, but his next great love was the ocean. Everything that is connected to Simon, to me is connected to the ocean. On a routine swim, the 35-year-old was taken by a shark at Little Bay. Someone just got eaten by a shark. A group of fishermen saw it all. The shark just hit him like that and came back down and yeah, just started eating and that was it. The shark came out the water, grabbed someone from their side, was thrashing around and um, yeah, pulls the blood in the water. It's horrible. Most of the video too horrific to show. Big great white, that's a great white. Oh man, oh no. Oh no. Search crews found a wetsuit, then human remains. The news hit us like a truck. Because he's really, you know, one of the people who make this earth better. At dawn, the recovery operation continued with police. Surf lifesavers, divers and detectives. Locals terrified as crews searched for the shark. We often swim out. We'll probably be doing less of that now, given what's happened. 13 beaches were closed from Bondi to Maroubra down to the Shire. But some rolled the dice. Simon was an experienced diving instructor and in his downtime he would regularly swim from Malabar Beach to Little Bay Beach. He was patient, calm and told his students to respect the ocean. He loved water, he loved diving. And even the predator who took his life. Shark nets and drum lines protect no one and kill all kinds of marine life every year. 
Natasha Squarey, 7 News. New South Wales is getting a fresh taste of freedom this morning with a raft of COVID restrictions dumped. From today, there are no density limits in hospitality venues and QR codes are only required in high-risk places like music festivals and nightclubs. Singing and dancing are allowed and the official work-from-home advice has now been ditched. These changes today are measured and proportionate to the circumstance we find ourselves in. From next Friday, face masks will no longer be mandatory in most settings, only needed on public transport in airports, planes, hospitals and aged care homes. Restrictions will also ease in Victoria as the Omicron wave subsides. From 6pm, hospitality density limits will be scrapped. QR check-ins won't be required in stores, supermarkets, schools or workplaces, only in places where you need to have two doses. Dance floors are reopening. Masks and working from home rules are expected to ease next Friday. Queensland's COVID death toll has jumped, 39 more people losing their lives. 27 of those deaths were historical cases not previously reported. The oldest dates back to mid-January. Health bosses insist this does not indicate a peak in the number of deaths. Hospitals in Western Australia have been put on amber alert as case numbers climb. Personal protective equipment and testing rules have been tightened for patients and staff and there are now visiting limits in place. WA reported 177 new cases yesterday. None of those are currently in hospital. Children as young as six could soon be able to get their Moderna jab. The medical regulator has given the vaccine provisional approval following a clinical trial in America of more than 4,000 children. Two doses are recommended spaced four weeks apart. Atagi will need to give the jab the final tick of approval. A high-stakes blame game has broken out over Ukraine, with both sides accusing each other of launching artillery strikes. A kindergarten in the country's east suffered major damage after it was hit by shelling. The strike also knocked out electricity and sent residents scrambling for cover. Let's go live now to Europe correspondent Sarah Greenolch in Ukraine. Good morning, Sarah. There are fears this could become a flashpoint. Morning, Jody. Well, Western leaders fear that this is potentially Russia creating part of this pretext, a justification, if you will, to send troops in to invade Ukraine. Now, Ukrainian uh, government officials are accusing Russian-backed separatists of carrying out this shelling that hit the kindergarten this morning. There were 20 kids inside the building at the time in another part of the building who thankfully were not hurt. Uh, but rebels in that area at the same time are accusing Ukrainian forces of actually uh, starting this fresh bout of fighting. Now, this is a big flare-up in what has been a long-running conflict in that region, but given the timing, it is alarming. Here is the President of the United States speaking about it a short time ago. We have reason to believe that they are engaged in a false flag operation. They have an excuse to go in. Every indication we have is they're prepared to go into Ukraine, attack Ukraine. My sense this will happen within the next several days. 
Now, the Kremlin is insisting again today that it is withdrawing its troops from other parts of the Ukrainian border, but Western leaders say they are just not seeing it. US officials say that, in fact, combat aircraft are moving closer and the Russians are also stocking up on blood supplies, possibly anticipating casualties on the battlefield. Uh, today, the US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, made an unscheduled stop to the UN Security Council meeting in New York, where he said he was there not to start a war, but to prevent one. He also called directly on the Russian government to come out and categorically say that they will not be invading Ukraine, which is something, Jody, that so far they uh, have certainly not done. OK, Sarah Greenolch in Ukraine, thank you. New figures show Omicron sent a record number of Australians into isolation, but the unemployment rate is holding firm. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra now. Good morning, Taylor. This is Promising News. It certainly is, Jody. Good morning. Showing that the economy did manage to weather the Omicron wave over the summer period. The official interest rate remained steady during the month of January at 4.2%. But the impact of Omicron was certainly felt. There were record levels of absenteeism with 450,000 workers either off sick or isolating for at least a week with 159 million fewer hours worked. But the government was quick to highlight another figure one million additional women are in work compared to when the coalition was first elected. With youth unemployment also low at 9%, the lowest levels in 14 years. The government hoping the economy can continue to absorb the impacts of the pandemic as Australia eases restrictions and returns to a pre-pandemic life. So confident, in fact, that they believe that the government, that the unemployment rate rather could fall even lower to below 4%. Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. A heartbroken Victorian woman has revealed her husband died in her arms while they waited more than 40 minutes for help to arrive. Stuart Grant stopped breathing at his Phillip Island home and his wife Carol performed CPR on him while waiting for an ambulance. I was told they weren't sending one. And that's the part that hurts. This family needed an ambulance. We weren't there to be able to provide that care. So um, what greater failure can there be towards um, this family? The union has blamed understaffing and the incident is being investigated. A truck driver's had an extraordinary brush with death, forced to jump from his burning rig after a smash in Adelaide. Witnesses say he lost control on a hill and slammed into a ute and power pole before his truck exploded. He fled the cabin, negotiated toppled power lines and made it out just in time with only minor injuries. Illicit drugs would be decriminalised under a bill going before Victorian Parliament next week. The bill proposes people found in possession of drugs would be issued a notice and referred to drug education or treatment programs rather than being arrested. People in New South Wales could be facing higher power prices following Origin Energy's decision to close Australia's largest coal-fired power station in 2025. That's seven years earlier than planned. Origin says the Araring facility, which generates 25% of the state's power and provides hundreds of jobs, has become uneconomic. To bridge the gap, the state government is building a 700-megawatt battery. A soon-to-be great-grandmother has taken the plunge of a lifetime in Melbourne. 85-year-old widow Wilma Ackland says she's wanted to skydive for the best part of a decade and yesterday her dream came true. 
again. Yeah, let's do it again. Yeah. Well done. I lived for three years in a um, residential aged care facility with my husband. He was very sick and he passed away about two years ago and I thought, uh-oh, this is the time for me. I've got to get out of here. From one exhilarating experience to another, Wilma says she wants to give hot air ballooning a try next. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading down this morning. The Nasdaq is also lower. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed down. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished slightly up two points, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,898 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 91 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72 US cents, 82.78 Japanese yen and $1.07. New Zealand. Rescue workers in Brazil are racing against time to find survivors following devastating flash floods and landslides. More than 100 people have died in the city of Petropolis, north of Rio de Janeiro. Streets were turned into rivers and houses swept away when heavy storms dumped a month's worth of rain in three hours. The death toll is expected to climb with dozens of people still missing. A huge wave has smashed through the front windows of a ferry during a fierce storm in Germany. Video taken by a passenger shows people getting knocked out of their seats by a wall of water. After a moment of stunned surprise, those on board can be seen quickly gathering their belongings and racing to the rear of the ferry. Fortunately, none of them were injured. Police dashcam has captured a horrifying car crash in Colorado just moments after a driver was pulled over. A police officer can be seen walking away from the car seconds before a van slams into it. The impact sending both vehicles spinning across the freeway. Both drivers suffered non-life-threatening injuries in the crash. The van driver was charged with careless driving. Volunteers taking part in this year's Clean Up Australia Day are expecting a much heavier workload than usual thanks to the pandemic. An essential COVID accessory is now turning up as trash in huge numbers. At first they were encouraged, then mandated. Wear a mask. Shortages preceded mass production. Single-use face coverings have become a pandemic staple. 3.4 billion face masks were used across the globe every day in 2020. But we don't know just how many have ended up in the environment. Just from looking around, safe to say it's a fair few. Now they're everywhere, every gutter, you know, every park you walk through. It's believed that they leach pollutants into the water once they're wet. In Sydney Harbour today, we found them on the beach and bobbing around marine life with lots of other junk. Just another bottle scooped up by these kind-hearted kayakers. 5.16 kilos. I just wish people could learn that it doesn't have to go in the water, it can go in a bin. I mean, look at this haul, it's like a disgusting version of Mary Poppins' handbag. It just keeps on going, everything from coffee cups to old soft drink bottles and alcohol tins, an old shoe. But this is the greatest concern because these and plastics take 450 years to break down. And that's why we're calling on our volunteers to register for Clean Up Australia Day and in their efforts help us pick those up and count them. There are free cleanup kits for those who register, collecting masks and data to stop this scourge spreading. Tom Hartley, 7 News. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. After two weeks of scrutiny over a positive drug test, 15-year-old figure skater Camilla Valieva fell just short of a medal, finishing fourth. After qualifying first for the final, she fell four times during her routine. A tormenting experience for the teenager, she still has to endure a full investigation as to how the stamina-enhancing drug got into her system. Whatever the outcome, Camilla Valieva is a human being and a very young one. Today in Beijing, bobsled Bree Walker is back in action, this time with teammate Chiara Redingius in the two-woman event heats. They will be live on 7 from 11pm Eastern Time. If you're looking for an out-of-this-world experience, tickets for Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic space flights are now on sale. Yeah, only a handful of people in the world have been to space, and we will change that. Space should be for everyone. Everyone who can afford it, that is. Tickets cost $625,000 each. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs will generate showers and storms in northern WA, the top end, Queensland and eastern New South Wales. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 32 degrees. Showers developing and a possible storm in Sydney, a top of 29. Mostly sunny, 30 in Canberra today. Cloudy in Melbourne, heading for 21. A possible shower in Hobart, 19 degrees. Adelaide, cloudy and 25. Perth, very hot and sunny, a top of 39 degrees, and a shower or two and possible storm in Darwin, 33. And that's seven early news for this Friday, the 18th of February.